Yirmiyahu, chapter 28, is the chapter once again that deals with the question of the prophet, who was the true prophet and who was the false prophet. This story takes place during the reign of Tzidkiyahu. This takes place in the reign of Tzitkiyo, fourth year. And Yumiyo says, Chananya, the son of Azur, Hanavi, the prophet. So he calls this man Chananya, the prophet, Hanavi the prophet of Givon, said to me in the house of God before all of the priests and the people, Israel, Thus speaks God, God of hosts. Koamar Hashem is often the introduction to a prophetic statement. Shavarti et ol melech bavel, I have broken the yoke of the king of Bavel. Biyoshinataim yamim, animeshivet hamakobazer, et kol kurebet Hashem. In two years' time, I will restore to this place, to the temple, the vessels of the house. The ones that Nebuchadnezzar has already taken from this place, brought them to Bavel, they're in Babylon, I'm going to restore the vessels. And not only will I restore the vessels, says God, so not just the vessels, but Yechonia, the exiled king. And not only that, the entire exile of Judah, the ones that were taken to Bavel. Remember, the craftsmen and the smiths, the aristocracy, the members of the court were taken in the first exile to Bavel. They too will be restored together with the vessels, this, he says, is the word of God, Koamar Hashem. And he's called Hananya Hanavi, the prophet Hananya. Hanavi, El Hananya Hanavi. Jeremiah the Navi, sometimes Yirmiyah was called the Navi, not so often. Here he's called the Navi, spoke to Hananya the Navi. Again, before the priests and the people inside the temple. Vayoma Yirmiyah Hanavi. And Yirmiyahu said, Amen. Ken yaaseh Hashem. Yokeim Hashem et varecha, Hashem ni beta, Ruashiv klei beit Hashem v'chor agola mi bavel elamokom hazeh. So Amen over here presumably does not mean it will be so. It's not an ascent. Amen sounds more like would that it were true. Halavai would say, would that it were true. Would that God, in fact, would do as you say. I wish God would do as you say to restore all of the vessels. However, in verse number 7, But listen rather to what I say before you and all the people. The prophets who came before you, the prophets who came before us, he puts himself in the same category as Hananya. You're a prophet, I'm a prophet. Those who came before us prophesied about many lands and many kingdoms. Hanavi asher yinavei l'shalom v'vod dvar hanavi yivada hanavi 
Hashem Shrocho Hashem Be'emet. The prophet whose prophecy comes true, the prophet who says there will be peace, and then there is peace, we know that that prophet is a prophet, because the prophet spoke the truth. And here, Yirmiyo is alluding, actually, to the verse that we find in the book of Dvarim. The verse that we find in Dvarim talks about the question, how do we know if the prophet is a true prophet? That's Dvarim chapter 18. How do you know? And the Torah says, if the prophet gives a sign or a portent, otomophet, and that comes true, then we know that the prophet speaks it truly in God's name. But if the sign does not come true, the portent does not come true, then that prophet is a false prophet. Then God never spoke to the prophets. So over here, Yemiel says, you said, you gave a sign. You said two years. In two years, such and such is going to happen. So if, in fact, it happens, we know you spoke the truth. Of course, the problem with the verse in the Torah is, how do you know now what the truth is? Which is why the commentaries on the Torah, and actually the Talmud itself, are bothered by this problem. Nachmanides, in his commentary on the Torah, makes two points about determining whether the prophet speaks the truth or not. One, he says, that the sign... The Ot and Mofet is not always a sign in the future. He gives the example of Moshe. When Moshe is called by God to Moshe's mission, and Moshe complains to God, the people won't believe me. And God gives Moshe a sign. What is that in your hand? It's a staff. Throw it to the ground. Moshe throws it to the ground. It turns into a snake. Put your hand in your bosom. And he brings it out. It's leprous. Put it back. And it's healed. So those are called otot, those are signs. So sometimes the sign can be right now. And of course, that solves the problem of waiting for the sign to happen later. That's one path. The second path, what the Talmud speaks about, and the Rambam emphasizes this very much in his writing, the people do not believe on Moshe because of the signs that he gives. That is to say, a prophet who has a record of prophecy, a history of prophecy, what is known in the tradition as Navi Muchzak, someone you know has a chazakah, you know the person's a prophet, you don't need signs. Then the presumption is that what the person says is a true prophecy. So the Talmud, the commentaries, already are very troubled by this question. How can we tell if the prophet is a true prophet or not? We dealt with some of these questions back in chapter 23. And here Yermiyot actually more or less cites the verse in the book of Devarim. When Hananya hears this, he takes the yoke from Yirmiyahu's neck and he breaks it. And Hananiah says, Again, he speaks with a classical prophetic language. Thus says the Lord, So will I break the yoke of the Buchanetzah in two years. Yirmiyahu then leaves. Doesn't say anything. In verse 12, God speaks to Yirmiyahu. After the yoke was broken by Hananya, go back to Hananya and say, This is what God said. The same, You broke yokes of wood, but instead of them, there shall be yokes of iron. For thus says God, once again, the God of Israel, 
I place a yoke of iron on all these nations. And Yirmiyah goes back to Hananiah in verse 15 and says this, and says to Hananiah, God did not send you. You have promised the people something that is not true. Therefore, says God, I'm going to send you, banish you from the earth. This year you will die. For you have spoken disloyally to God. And Hananya died in the seventh month of the first year. And the story takes place in the fifth month, so he died two months later. In other words, the sign of Yermio, one might say, precedes the sign of Hananya. So there's something actually, this chapter once again deals with this question. And I would conclude at this point with the following observation, which is that actually the prophecy of Hananiah has an element of truth because actually breaking the yokes is actually true. But the breaking of the yokes doesn't signify, as Hananiah would suggest, that the yoke of Bavel, the reign of Bavel will be broken, but signifies exactly the opposite. You acted correctly, perhaps, in breaking the yokes, because the yokes were only of wood. But instead of the yokes of wood, there will be yokes of iron. So what's interesting, and the question here of Hananiah Hanavi that can be raised, and I'll conclude by, with a question, does he know he's lying? Or does he believe he's actually telling the truth? That's a very important question about the prophet in general, the so-called false prophet. Is he simply a liar? Or if the prophet believes the truth, maybe it's self-delusion, but the prophet doesn't actually understand the message. That's a very important question about prophecy.